This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, episode 83. Wizards Nightshirt. This is episode number 83. I'm Scott, and here with me are Will, who loves the movie Face Off. Do I? Pollux Troy. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wow, that was in your brain. Yeah. I was just taking up space. <laughs> How many times? You, you have seen that movie more than once. And also, Rebecca something <laughs> who also hi rebecca the- <laughs> hi i also remember the movie face off it was a hilarious romp at the wizard's night shirt we're revisiting he-man master of the universe and she-ra princess of power and today we're reviewing she-ra season one episode 42 enemy with my face if you're wondering why we were talking about the movie face off <laughs> That happened they, in this episode. They, they switch faces. The whole in that, plot in that movie, of that movie happened in know. this episode. Yeah. yeah, but it's not as uh, this 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 episode is a lot prettier. Uh, the air date was November fourth, nineteen eighty five, and in this episode, Shadow Weaver creates Shira clone out of mud and grass. And hell, I see I'm being prompted on my uh, script here to talk about Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Scott. You make uh, fun, but if I hadn't written that, <laughs> nobody would know what to do. It's true. I would have just probably said <laughs> I like to follow directions. Do you think that this one was scored fairly high in our lightning rounds? And that's kind of what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember who did this one. Was Me? this yours? Okay, yeah, I was going to say it wasn't mine. Was so. it not? Was it not? Was, did you not like it or something or whatever? I, just, I did like it. Oh, okay, good. All right, all right, good. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it had a lot of good aspects to it. It was, yeah, it had pretty ending and Shadow Weaver was flames a couple times in the episode. Indeed. Yeah. She did, she got a lot to do. There were some hilarious details. And we had a big name on this one. This was a Straczynski one. Oh, yes, thank you for writing that down because I did not. No, yes, I did. Look, it's right here on my notes. It's on I the should, second page. I should, <laughs> I should look at my notes. We've got some major developments. I, there's not a clean segue between enemies with my face and face off and, and developments, but. I should have done the movie Tootsie. That would have been because it's dressing up as a different person, maybe. Well, that's know. true. Although I've only seen the movie Tootsie once, and somehow I've seen Face Off multiple times. Don't even <laughs> add, don't even ask me how that. It was a free movie in college that you just played on your TV. I think it, <laughs> <laughs> I think it did. <clears throat> it, uh, it's like you bought a DVD player in like 2002. It's like here you go. It's stuck in there. That's all you got. <laughs> it's a hilarious romp. With violence. What? Um, but, but speaking of hilarious romps, we have closed a case. That was a case that was plaguing us eternally that we thought was never going to be closed because it was a mystery. Can we get some flashback music to bring us back to a time when we wondered about the Tootsie Roll Bear? <laughs> So listeners may remember, about a year ago, we opened an investigation based on an offhand comment I made. We were trying to track down 
an old teddy bear with Tootsie Roll hair curlers. I get that, Sea-Doo, but you know what? It never happened, and I never got the see-through telephone. And I got a teddy bear with Tootsie Roll curlers in its hair. Is that a prize that you got or yeah. knew of? Yeah. A teddy bear with curlers in it? First of all, it had hair? <laughs> One question at a time. <laughs> First question, yes, that was in the prize catalog when we sold wrapping paper at school. Okay. Two, I did not choose it. Yeah, I think we were talking about uh, school fundraisers and school fundraiser prize sheets. And uh, at the time, I talked about remembering this. Uh, in the catalog every year and how strange it was and nobody believed me that it existed and so we 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 launched a full-scale investigation and we eventually found evidence of his existence online but couldn't couldn't actually get our hands on one and so, we had some some good tips from some loyal listeners yeah tragically coerced into <laughs> giving this testimony okay go on <laughs> okay uh uh Lindsay from Georgia begins. <laughs> um, I remember... <laughs> this sounds even more spurious as I'm reading it. I remember some sort of doll with Tootsie Roll as hair curlers. That's pretty matter of fact. I've had somebody at work bring plastic dolls with Tootsie Rolls glued to their head as a thank you gift. I'm pretty sure I'll never stop having nightmares about it. <laughs> That's... <laughs> this, this tells us that there is a culture of Tootsie Roll head... Dolls. Do you eat the Tootsie Rolls off the glued I think that's up to you. Doll? I think that's up to you. But so you know, you said so you, you you set up an eBay alert for this. <laughs> I did. I trolled <laughs> eBay eBay forever because you know some some cases stick with you. They just they just won't mm-hmm. won't leave you. So mm-hmm. so we thought they we haunt you. Yeah, we thought that we had we had closed this one, but I wasn't satisfied until we got our hands on one of these bears. So I looked. All I, this was really, really hard to find. But very recently, I found a private seller online because obviously. <laughs> but uh, but any but I had done a lot of research to confirm this was the real thing. I found uh, that it was a uh, a now defunct company who uh, created all these uh, fun fundraiser items, and this one was in good condition. And uh, we just got it in the mail this week, and uh, I. I will now accept all of your apologies because it is true. You won't accept my apology. You sent it away already. I didn't even get to see it. <laughs> it's true. I saw a picture, though. It, it looks pretty I legit. have seen and laid eyes on the Tootsie Roll bear, and ladies and gentlemen, it does exist. It was real, not a figment of Will's imagination. And uh, it's, it's she's out there. She's, she's out there in the world. I still feel like we need to see the, the, the toy catalog, though, with it in. It. I, would, I, I would just like to see it. During the past year, we actually got some emails from uh, random folks, and actually, from what I could tell, they were from um, <laughs> from uh, the, the South. So it must have been like a regional fundraiser thing. But I uh, had people asking about it because they stumbled on the uh, <laughs> dumb little blog post that we made, where I had had that embarrassingly crude picture I drew from memory of what the bear <laughs> looks like, and people would write on write in like like Oh my God, I remember this bear. I've been trying to find one. Have you found it? And uh, I, now I can say that I did. And we were just mentioning how the bear is uh, already already out and has already left the house. That's because one of the people who wrote in had a very nice story about how 
how they've been looking for years for this thing. And uh, they were gonna they were gonna give it to their uh, daughter who was our age when we were in school, and she's she still talks about it and everything. And so we have it uh, in the mail sent to him now. And he says he's gonna send us a picture. Yeah, yeah. So, so that'd be great. He's I mean he 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 was so nice and he was so specific. It's clearly the same bear. He he confirmed from the picture and um and he said his daughter just still still talks talks about it and she had lost it a long time ago. So I think that's just a great ending to our case as we're connecting somebody with this missing bear we, we earlier we found proof that it existed and so we had to close the case but now we've got a a, a great follow up follow up here no not now you made me feel bad about being mad about you sending it out <laughs> yeah what a jerk yeah i know yeah. he did this is a confusing press really conference good. this is a very confusing press conference especially yeah. the part with the flashback that confused everybody <laughs> i think press conference would be a lot better with flashbacks yeah um, but yeah, no, the, the Tootsie Bear has found a temporary home here and she's already on to her forever Yeah, home. so we were we were looking for it for fun, but it's it's now going to uh, enrich somebody's life. And I love that. So I think it's... Now she can finally snuggle at night and eat Tootsie Rolls at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so the Tootsie Roll mystery has been solved and hopefully we can... Uh, I don't know if we'll share the photo, but it exists. Yes. It hap- it's happening. Oh, but but uh, to, to your point, though, um, now that we've uh, shared the information about it, especially for people who've been listening since, like, episode seven when we talked about this, uh, I will share a photo of the bear in our social spaces and uh, newsletter and stuff like that so you can see it. I think I have some pictures of... Uh, the bear hanging out with He-Man and uh, also Rebecca at the post office, which is very exciting. <laughs> That's my favorite. She picture. has a new coat in the picture. <laughs> I'll tell everybody about my new coat. <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> um, so it's warm too, probably. It is super warm. Do you oh, see that it? One it's right over there? there on the coat rack. There it is. Yeah, there That's it the, is. The, the, it looks super warm. It's the blood crimson. Color I got it on yeah. clearance. But you know, it lands in. It's, it's what's well, a good, yeah. It's a, it's a good, good time. It's a good, yeah. good time to buy clearance. So this is so this gear. is the this is the the close of this case. But um, you know, we we got we got demons that come out if we aren't working a case. So if you uh if you have a mystery for us, maybe one like this, maybe maybe one equally in, uh, crazy, let us know about it. Uh, because right now the only mystery we have is is Scott going to finish his basement, which um we'll we're going to be about on, that next time. Yeah, next time we'll, we'll, we'll talk be about on that, that next time. Yeah. It's tough out there for an old gumshoe. People come to me with problems. They call the Tootsie Tip Line. Well, Let's talk about He-Man. She-Ra. Is that what we're talking about today? <laughs> so, we open on a horde tank convoy. I always like things that remind us of the uh, horde having a strategic military presence. Sometimes we forget about that. Yeah, no, I like that too. Like, I, I really do like their conflicts are all realistic and that they're, you know, harassing villages and they're also doing, you know, dedicated tactics to take them over. And convoys are required. <laughs> yes, you need a tank convoy. Scorpina. Scorpina? Is that her name? Scorpia? Scorpia. Scorpina <laughs> sounds more beautiful. <laughs> that's just, that's like the scorp- princess of scorpions. Yeah, like yeah. a scorpion princess. She sounds lovely. She made she made a secret weapon in this convoy and can't wait to use it. I don't know if we ever actually get to see the secret weapon. No, it just goes into a hole. <laughs> At last, all is nearly ready. It took me nearly a year to perfect this new weapon, but now, at last, it's finished. Nothing can stop us now. 
Hordex pretty mad about it. He's tired of failing. And so he's looking to Modulock and Modulock's supercomputer for a new solution to beat She-Ra. I also love this detail in here because uh, Hordak says to Modulok, like, look, you need to find a solution to the Shiva problem, and if you do, then I'll undemote you yeah. from Horde cook to Horde scientist. That was the career path that... Well, the question uh, is, is what, what, why is he on the computer if he's a, a cook? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> like... Come on, man. It's like, like I, you, you can't call me a cook when I'm working the computer. He needs to look up recipes, I guess. I don't know. I th- this was, it was hilarious. It was a, an earlier episode. I think it was a Trolla episode, maybe, where Majuwak got demoted. I think it might have been the w- weird one where they uh, encountered TikTok in, the, in, in Trolla. So anyway, that was continuity. Oh, that is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> that actually happened. He was, and he says, I'm bumping you down to cook. Yeah, I remember that. So anyway, uh, they ask Modulock's computer, what, what do we do? Oh, let's talk about Modulock's computer. We so, need to talk about his computer. So, very advanced. Very, very advanced. advanced. Has a 3D head. Yeah. Right? A 2D head. Yeah. There, there, Projected uh, head. Di- Projected di- head. Yeah. Disembodied geometric heads were what people in the 80s thought computers of the future would look like. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Max Headroom. Max yeah. 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 I, I was thinking I, about that too. Or, or Reboot or something like that. It looked real. Not that terrible. <laughs> okay. Did you ever watch Reboot? Yes. A l- little bit. What, what, it was, what was going on it with Reboot? It was interesting. I just remember it being on TV at like 4 o'clock in the morning and it'd be one of those things when you're flipping channels and you're like, I need to go to bed. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I watched it. I watched that Saturday morning. For me, that was, was Saturday morning. Cleopatra 2020 or whatever. <laughs> well, when, when I saw that, I was like, I'm up too late. I'm up too late. I need no, to that was, well, I went, I went sci-fi. Was it sci-fi? I don't know what it was. It Lex. Um, oh, yeah. You were definitely was, up too late if Lex came on. Like, <laughs> that was real weird. Sometimes I was upset because that show was too strange. Maybe they had that great guy who was kind of like the Borg. He was like dead, but they brought him back to life. But also, Probably. he was real lusty. And I was like, yeah. "What is happening?" Yeah, and the girl. It was that. Yeah, the whole show. It was, was like. Weird. Um, it was like you know how like uh, Farscape was a little fan servicey. Lex was like a raunchy Farscape. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I would say raunchy. <laughs> yeah, it was strange. Yeah. Okay, but you still didn't explain Sorry, what was yes. going on with reboot. Oh, I think reboot was like. Uh, like one of those stuck in a, maybe not stuck, but living in a virtual reality kind of. No, they premises. were living. They were living on a computer. Yeah, a virtual were, reality. So, yeah, it was. Well, yeah, they were living in the computer though. Yeah, and, and the there was viruses, and then uh, what was his name? Reboot. No. <laughs> but they, they, they Steven. They, no, the bad guy. I forget his name. It was like virus or something okay. like that. Or, yeah. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll do. Virus. <laughs> I gotta write 200 reboots before I can go to bed. <laughs> no, all right. Here he's gonna fight virus again. No, but he 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 he, he always tried to. They, they always tried to like, you know, the bad guy always tried to like take over the computer. Mm-hmm. Well, this one they're gonna go surfing, surfing the web. <laughs> <laughs> That happened probably. He's got a virus. Re- reboot. Reboot says, "Don't make me sneeze, virus." My kid like that. That's my boy. I'm tired just thinking about reboot. It just zapped all the energy out of it's me. It's on at 3 a.m. It's fine. <laughs> it's like what they do nowadays when they want to make a cartoon real cheap. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like 3D figures. Here we go. And then it's it's like you know, your high school computer module class, which you exactly. can make in a semester. <laughs> They're making it on their uh, Dell PC. 
<laughs> hey, that's what I got. You were you were recording into a Dale. I'm computer. sorry. Have gate, some gateway, <laughs> gateway computers. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, who had the Dell computer uh, that Hordak has? Because um, <laughs> that's what in the future or in a different in world. That, that's what all... it is. It's just Dell. I bought the warranty. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, on his Dell computer, the the figure tells him the only way to beat She-Ra is by getting someone to beat her who is as strong as she is. Which, let's be honest, you didn't need a supercomputer calculating things to tell you that. You kind of should have already known I was that. looking at that on my notes and I heard an explosion. Did Hordak shoot the computer because he, he heard that? He arm cannoned it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then that reminded Shadow Weaver that like, hey, I guess that's true. I guess we need somebody as strong as She-Ra to beat She-Ra. And so she has an idea. Okay, yeah, her idea is to summon a creature called a Maylog. And the first time that I watched it, I thought that it was completely a non sequitur too. But I think as the uh, computer interface was dying, he sort of muttered something that it sounded like he was going like, Maylog. Oh. Which I didn't catch the first time. Either. But when I saw it the second time, I was like, oh. I so maybe bet, she heard him. I bet they didn't plan that. And you were supposed to put two and two together that it gave Shadow Weaver the idea. But they're like, this is kids. Put in a overdub of it. It's <laughs> dying croak being Maylog. Either way, we're headed to the swamp. Yeah. Come along, Mantena. We must hurry. <laughs> Bone of bog and skin of swamp, where creepers in the slime do romp, grow and take from my enemy. And she's got like a rhyming spell to make it. All the best spells have a little rhyme. Oh, I also love before she goes to the swamp, she's like, Mantena, come with me. Like, 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 <laughs> He's going to drive. She can't drive. So she's just not going to do it. What? What is that car ride like? Shadow Weaver and Mantena having going, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Don't yeah. touch that. Well, what's what's Mantana listen to on the radio? That's the question. He can't listen to much of anything. He probably just hurts. Oh, his he ears. listens to Primus. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. About? Of all the things, <laughs> it's crazy. Like I think Mantana is a lot more sophisticated than he probably is. Never mind. I don't know. Uh, look he, at what he's he, wearing. He didn't always look like that. Is that what you're saying, Rebecca? <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. I don't know Mantana's life. So uh, they, they are at the swamp, and Shadow Weaver does her little rhyming spell, and up from the goop comes a big goop monster. Yeah, the like, Maylog! It's like a mud troll or yeah, something. It yeah, is. And, and uh, she explains to Mantana that it can absorb the powers and the essence of whoever it touches. And so... Uh, um, the, of course, plan is to get the Maylog to touch Shira, and they do this by sending him in like a decoy tank and having Shira punch the tank open, and then he pops out. He's like, ah! <laughs> so. But why send an empty tank after us? Because it's not as empty as you think. Shadow Maylog! <laughs> So yeah, it, it was kind of like a like a prop for a school play, like you know, like he's like walking his little legs with it. I would so hope it would be like cardboard or something. And yeah, it's like, like a Flintstones car. You see the little Maylog legs under the tank. <laughs> Something's different here. <laughs> it's leaving like mud tracks. <laughs> and Bo says, "I don't think so. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot with an arrow. I'm gonna shoot arrows at a tank like I always do." So uh, this has the predicted effect, and uh, once She-Ra has grappled with this monster, it's able to absorb her powers and essence, and so it turns into a 
Lady Beast, a wild woman, like She-Hulk, but brown. I was going to say that. That's what I was going to say. And she has great hair for a swamp peg. Like, she made her hair, like, real, like, just real full I was going to say, she was, she was pretty glamorous for a slime monster. Yeah. just well, thick because it's filled with mud. I mean, right? mud is behind a lot of creation myths. It's like moose. Yeah. For your hair. It's like moose. Yeah. <laughs> it just thickens it up. It's texturizing paste. And so they have a tug of war, and when Shadow Weaver gets irritated that the tug of war is not going anywhere, she's like, we're just going to zap out of here until we get a better plan. And the funny thing here to me is uh, Cowell goes over to she is like, are you okay? she seems traumatized by almost losing that tug of war. <laughs> yeah. and, and, it messes with her head. Yeah, and Cowell's, and she, and she was like, did you see it was as strong as me? And, and Cowell was like, I'm, I'm sure you would have won. She was I don't know, Cowell. I don't know if I would have. <laughs> it's, like, it's tug of war. It's okay, she Yeah. Also, it is noteworthy that for these recent episodes we've done, this is the second time there's been a tug of war feature mm-hmm. in as many episodes. <laughs> That's a lot of tug of war. I guess tug of war was really a big part of 80s children's lives. It's just, Always have it on field day, which y'all well, didn't have. Yeah, yeah, but well, it's that shuttle run and the parachute. So Sarah will never let anybody do tug of war because she did it one time, and uh, it was uh, not a good result for her because like they they lost like you know people pulled it and yeah. she like basically got. Uh, ripped all the skin off of her hands. Oh, oh that's dra- she got dragged. Well, no, she she like she was trying to hold on, oh. and then like uh, you know the other team like pulled really hard or whatever, and oh or, or, or they let go, like her team let go, and she didn't. So it just like ripped out of her hands. This is when she was a grown person teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, this was well, it's before I met her, but she was a grown person. I mean, she still talks about it. She remembers that tug of war. Yeah, she's <laughs> bitterly because she remembered yeah. everybody else who gave up on that tug of war. That's what I was she thinking. She wasn't. Yeah, I would hold that. Like, like just in my say heart something. Forever. Like let go, or like we're gonna let go. Now they just were all cowards at the same time. It's a metaphor for how she's That's always right. the one left holding the rope because everybody <laughs> else exactly drops right. the rope. Yeah, he did. They all just. You should tell her that out. next time. Next so time. So next time you wear, you don't do tug of tug, tug of war, or you wear gloves. I guess that is the lesson. Yes. But the lesson is also people will disappoint you. Yeah. Because <laughs> they cannot hold their end of the <laughs> rope. You should tell her that next time she's complaining about family members or somebody from work. So that's just like that tug of war. How they let you down. You're the only one. Hold up. I bet you will get some points. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm mad just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, that's. Yes. I could get worked up about that kind of thing for years. Yeah, I would. I definitely would. Yeah. I feel it. I'm, I'm feeling it. So we do a quick cut over to Light Hope, and it made me laugh because, like, the first thing he says, like, did you touch it? <laughs> that just made me laugh. <laughs> like, like, Light Hope, just explain it. Don't yeah, we... I touched it. What? What? It's like my kids. <laughs> did you <laughs> Did you touch it? I no. I definitely did. No, I didn't touch it. No, no. Did you touch it? It's all it, over I your saw, hands. Yeah, your hand. Your hands are red, <laughs> and they're covered in like slimy stuff. You touched it, but I didn't want no. to have touched it. Therefore, I will tell you, I did not touch it. Yeah. <laughs> so Light Hope tells her that uh, true strength comes from the heart, which is easy for him to say. He's just, you know, lights. He was very cryptic, unnecessarily so. Just being like, the true "You can defeat her, but what do you? What does she have of yours if you also have?" It comes from the heart. The I'm equally confused. <laughs> you know what Light Hope's like? Light Hope's like um, if you were trying to take a, a dumb quiz online but couldn't get it, and you can click the hint button, 
and he will say some stupid yes. stuff to you that's not helpful. When you find the answer, you will conquer the Maylog. What else does it have? That was, the quote, that was the direct quote that I wrote down. To defeat the Maylog. Like, what else does it have? Yeah, it's like, I can't solve it for you. You'll feel prouder if you can do it yourself. And then we see this instantly in the next scene. Uh, Maylog has a heart because Shadow Weaver is yelling, her, yelling at her back in Horde Hall. And a little bird lands on her finger. And we see that Maylog actually has feelings. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. Has She-Ra's essence in her. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that hair. She's, you know, she she's good. Of course, a bird's going to land on her finger. She's got Cinderella hair. They do another funny cut here where you see a bunch of horde troopers doing a shakedown and all the sad villagers like <laughs> some mobsters. Yeah. And they're, they're like, be ashamed if something happened. <laughs> like at yeah. their doors. It's what, so what, funny. What, we, we already paid our taxes. Yeah. No, you didn't pay your taxes. <laughs> You, yeah, you paid your taxes. It's like a, this is for protection. Yeah, it's a protection protection. racket from the protection horde troopers. Shoot. Protection from us. For your own protection. Protection? From what? From us. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that about this show. I love they're always just terrorizing the poor villagers in very, very boring ways. And it makes it so much more realistic and tedious. I love it. I love tedious cartoons. And after Adora, after Shira has already had this very involved discussion with Light Hope, who she had to climb a mountain again to talk to, and just had the very traumatizing tug of war, she's plucky again. It, almost to death, she's like, "I bet we've seen the last of that Maylog." Yeah. Like <laughs> Maylog's not even on her mind. Yeah, Shadow Weaver has put out word to all the Horde troopers. Like, look, when you see Shira, you gotta like tell me. We, yeah, we, we gotta, gotta get, get this Miss Maylog in here. Yeah. Uh, oh, they showed a quick uh, shot of the village, and you see um, that statue of the barbarian with the lady over his shoulder. So, we oh, I missed that. We know this is Devlin. That is incredible i looked at a trivia thing you sure did but um i thought it was kind of interesting and so they probably made this before the uh, duel at devlin where they destroyed the statue oh well i guess maybe they repaired it maybe they did it was maybe, a, maybe there's multiple statues. it was an important statue to their towns like that one time this guy came here and picked up this broad and uh <laughs> we i want to commemorate that it's an important thing about our town <laughs> look they don't have a lot to live for okay just <laughs> yeah. give them the statue let them have it this is our our uh, our big fight with yeah. Maylog again. So like they just what zoop over? What happens? How do they get there? I think she. I think yeah. I think uh. No, she was inside the horde troop. The oh, she was in the tank already. No, no, in the oh. horde trooper. Oh, in the oh, costume. Wait. Yeah, yeah. She was oh. just like she didn't talk, and she's like, "What? Why aren't you leaving?" Oh yeah, I'm glad somebody watched this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's what happened. Then what happened? <laughs> Then what happened? Then they fight, and then Shadow Weaver's like, I'm bored. This is taking too long. Just get her inside the force field, Maylog. What's inside? Not even she will be able to escape. She summons the uh, force field thing. Yeah, the force field machine. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, to, to trap She-Ra. And then they fight some more, and then she's getting bored again, so she makes tornadoes. Oh, right. Oh, oh, yes. To, so to, this is the part where I... Her. I I started paying attention at this part because there was this, this uh, little villager girl who comes out of one of her buildings because she wants oh. to get a better look at She-Ra. And this girl, she is a lot. Like, she's hiding in this vase, and she'll pop her little head up, and, like, when She-Ra does something great, she will turn, break the fourth wall, look right at the camera with a oh. big grin on her face. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then she she's did. real happy when She-Ra comes by and rips a chunk of this man's house off and throws it at Maylog. The girl really liked that. She's really wonderful. And then there's this weird sequence where everybody is gooning for the camera. Like, She-Ra says, the only thing they're missing is the is the kitchen sink. And a kitchen sink flies yeah, yeah. out. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah, She-Ra looks they, they, at the camera like, huh? Huh? <laughs> as much as I hate I breaking not. the fourth wall, I really, and I really do hate, hate breaking the fourth wall. I hate it so much, I did like the kitchen sink game. And then, after, after She-Ra looks at the camera, they cut to the girl, and she looks at the camera, too. It was oh, like, yeah, she loved it. Like, I feel like they were saying, like, this episode's getting too good. Good. <laughs> we got to bring it down a little bit. Yeah, this is pretty terrible. <laughs> so uh, anyway, she receives so the vase getting uh, tumbled into the near the force field machine or into a ravine or something by the wind. So she throws her sword out to stop it. Of course, that leaves her defenseless. And so Shadow Weaver says, Maylog, now's the time to get She-Ra. I feel that She-Ra is just way too cavalier with that sword. She's always just chucking it. She places. is. I was thinking about that too. Somebody's going to pick up that sword. That's true. Uh, like the Maylog, for example. But the <laughs> Maylog uh, follows Shadow Weaver's commands, goes over to, I guess, attack the girl. I don't know. But she gets there and instead she's like, starts fondling the girl's hair. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. petting her like she's Frankenstein's monster. Just a little <laughs> yeah, bit, yeah. just like, girl. <laughs> Uh, and, then, like nice and the girl's like, I think you like me. And then She-Ra's like, oh, you're good. And She-Ra talks her into tossing her and the then, sword back. Oh, well, no. Then, well, then there's an overlay of, of uh, Light Hope on oh, top of yeah. her. Oh, That was weird. Because <laughs> I totally the way she remember The way She-Ra knew oh, to try to convince go. her was they're like, oh, yeah, that thing Light Hope said. Then we got a real hammy, gratuitous flashback to the exact footage of Light Hope telling us that stupid thing. It's the same as you. Only magnifies. <laughs> it's the it got real you. weird. It got real weird. She's the same <laughs> as you. She's the same <laughs> as you. And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she has feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa needs braces. <laughs> Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. It, it was one of those moments. It was, it, it took, it, it was very heavy. She was like, you know, I'm not like the Hulk, right? Like I don't get stupider when I turn into Shira. I remember what you said. So she has a little, a little speech about like, you need to learn and feel and love and dream. This and is after she got rid of Shadow Weaver and they're in the oh, woods talking, right? No, no, no. Oh, I'm this is her convincing. Yeah, this is her convincing. What happened then? Come on, think, believe, try, feel. Uh, I don't. I don't know. She, she said everything that you could find on a throat okay. pillow. Okay. And uh, then the Maylog is like, okay, I guess. And uh, oh well, wait. Yeah, yeah she, she grabs the sword. The, yeah, so so the Maylog, the Maylog grabs, grabs the sword, the sword and tosses and it back to her. To Shira in the force. And Shira, said that. Shira gets out, <laughs> and then Shadow Weaver freaks out and flames up and gets out of there. Right. Then they have then they have their little uh, debrief in the woods later, and Shira's like, you know, you're just like me. Uh, you're like me in all the ways. I wonder if uh, you know, it's a shame you can't. Uh, just hang out and be a regular person. It's like, but I wonder if my sword's got a button for this. And she uh, does a little light beam at her from her sword and turns her into a glamorous auburn-haired lady. Yeah, it, it, it would be it would be super funny if she like turns into like a statue. Because they like, like like cook the clay and oops got worse for you. <laughs> cook the clay and a and a and a stone. Undo, undo. Oh wow, well, she's like uh oh. She's bilge again. A, oops. a statue with feelings is not a good thing to be. There's yeah. just all kinds of stuff going on all the time, and you're powerless to stop it. They lost a good asset for the rebellion, making her a normal lady. But when they turn her into a quote unquote normal lady, I like the first thing she says is. 
I am like everyone else now in a real halting voice. Like, yeah, you're going to fit in. Sure That's how people talk. Go explore the world. <laughs> yeah, she says, that. I must go into the world. Before I can decide what to do with my life, I must first learn what it is to be alive. I must go out into the world, see people, learn things, discover the meaning of these strange feelings. There is so much to learn. I have heard of one called Mock. <laughs> that would have been good. That did not happen. You're like, just head that way. <laughs> Look for the large piles of chopped wood. Uh, I gotta say, I think it's a little bit rude of her to just be inst- instantly like, I gotta go do some eat, pray, love before I can re- join the rebellion. Yeah. Like, I just made you alive. I just made you a person. Uh, yeah, a you thank you is nice. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I made you a glamorous person, too. Have well, you I seen mean, the sad sacks we got around here? Well, I, well, well yeah, I mean, come you gotta give her some benefit of the doubt. I mean, you're like you're. She's she's like a. She's like probably got the smarts of a four year old. I mean, she's far yeah, she fit right in with a rebellion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she well, and Bo I mean, have like, lots to talk about. She, she uh, I, you know, she doesn't know like what a store is or something. You know, like oh yeah, like she didn't like, know anything. She can't yeah. read. It'll be like like so, what so I imagine the like, movie Mannequin is own, like. And you're like, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should like stay with us for a little bit. Like we won't make you fight or anything, but we'll like learn some stuff before you like mm-hmm. do things yeah she's she gonna make all kinds of embarrassing mistakes out there in the world so she goes loose in the world now is she still as strong as she because that's kind of like a, a loose element just mm-hmm. to be out there she's just out there like strong as hell knocking <laughs> down trees and buildings and stuff and i mean that would that, that, be an interesting predicament for mock because you feel like he was the big strong man and then she would come in yeah, and yeah. totally screw up the they would have a really fraught relationship yeah your kids are liars <laughs> <laughs> and then she could just kind of like sling them into the woods like with her mighty <laughs> arms <laughs> our life is better now <laughs> thank you shira for everything Okay, can we talk about uh, the probably the, the looky moral thing here? Oh, but, but hang on, we got oh. Sw- Swiftwind has a great punchline, right? Right yeah. before we get to looky, where he tells Shira that you know he feels sorry for the Maylog because she doesn't have one thing that Shira has, and she's like, "What's that?" And he says, "Me." <laughs> that was a good joke. That was a pretty good joke. I I loved it. That was solid. Classic Swiftwind. But then the looky moral. Okay, so here's the thing about the looky moral. I realized I didn't even write down what he said. I don't remember because I was distracted. Did you see where Looky was hiding? It is a bone-strewn hellscape <laughs> that he was hiding in. It was. He was like he was blending in with skulls and carrion on this burnt-out desert. Where was that? That was the beginning of the scene where they go to summon the Maylog, I think. Oh, so it's like they like pans over. Well, don't just act like that's a normal place to be, Looky. It is for Looky. Yeah, right. he is. That's where he goes. To he relax. is nut. What did he say? He had to go to mud pits get his skin treatments. <laughs> he says, <laughs> "Think twice before you make fun of people," which is a terrible. <laughs> it's a terrible way to word something too, because it's like, "Well, I thought about it. I still want to make it's fun like, of him." It's like, yeah. "Yep, that was a good joke." <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I thought about him. it twice. Well, it's good to check. Yeah, still I holds asked, up. I asked two still friends. laughing. <laughs> Beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. Modulus Computer wants to know how you rate this episode. Scott. Yeah. 
I don't remember what I rated it the first time. <laughs> you have to reevaluate. You're a different man now. A lot that of things have changed. That's true. Changed. I've I've seen all the episodes now. Yeah. I still give it a pretty high. It was it was still pretty good. Um, I liked all the Shadow Weaver stuff and uh, the Module Lock stuff was good and the computer that's amazing. You know, like uh-huh. that's 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 real fun. Um, so I would say four point six. Kitchen sinks. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tossing. Yeah. Kitchen sinks. Okay. I have to go in the world and decide what I think of the score before I say the score, She-Ra. 4.0. Okay. <laughs> it was fun, but the hand-holdy elements were a little like, ah, and the little girl in the vase like lost some points. Mm-hmm. I did like this one, though. It was good. Yeah, the Maylog was the Maylog was a, uh, I did like the a great creature at a... At a she was good enough. She could have been a recurring character, I think. Maylock, Maylock. I like her. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That was that was pretty good. And they knew what villains to to trot out and everything. So I will I will go with that. I'll go four. I'll go four point two kitchen sinks. I, I enjoyed this one. I really did. And that's our show for today. Next time we'll review He Man, House of Shakoti. Part 1 and 2. It's about an evil witch with a monster and her sub If you'd like to follow along with the show, you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com and also information about Tootsie. I'm going to write, we're going to write a definitive article about Tootsie and we will share it when it's done. You're the hero the internet needs. Like that guy who wrote like 38,000 art- articles on Wikipedia. You're just like him. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you have questions, comments, or mysteries for us to discuss, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and subscribe to the show on iTunes. We're also on Spotify. We are? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Good. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember, don't ever touch a mud beast, even if they give good facials. Did it?